So please um, continue your walking meditation. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and to use the uh, the contact of the sole of your feet on the grass on the ground. Uh, it's a really good kind of earthing, stabilizing, and grounding um, object. Uh, meditation object, right? This is just to keep you settled in the simplicity of now, before your mind maybe start creating worlds upon worlds upon worlds. Don't worry, normal. <laughs> Nothing wrong. <laughs> we just had to get light with this, all this, you understand? <laughs> Lighten up a bit. <laughs> the fact that a, mind, a human mind is really half mad. In fact, fully, completely mad. The only reason we are normal is because um, we just have to behave <laughs> in society. We have laws, <laughs> all that kind of teachers and headmistress, headmaster. Well, when I say mad, you know, I'm myself a little bit eccentric anyway. So I think many people are quite eccentric. Most people are <laughs> to to Buddhism. To, have just the right amount of eccentricity to enjoy the practice. So, and then you train your mind, so it becomes a wonderful instrument. And your, ha your body becomes much happier, lighter, because it's just influenced by the wisdom of your mind, you understand? Compassion of your mind. So it's a really good business you're in. Good return. <laughs> Just one more thing before you're walking, a little encouragement. When I did, uh, I did uh, when I was in America, living in America, I lived in America for three years, and I was invited to participate in a retreat, an Abhidharma retreat. So I always kind of poop with Abhidharma, it's scholarship stuff. Anyway, a friend of mine was teaching it, and he invited me, and we did a whole week. That was during the 9-11, by the way, <laughs> when, you know, the, 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 the towers in New York, that was exactly that week, so it was also. But um, what I learned is that one moment of mindfulness, and I have to double-check that to make sure, one moment of mindfulness quote-unquote, drags with itself 30 beautiful mental states. Do you understand? Sobhana, chitta. And 30. I always thought I had kind of went into a very good business, really. Do you know? So it's worth it, isn't it? One moment of mindfulness. You don't even have to go very far. But you have also noticed that when you're mindful, don't you feel better? And worse sometimes, you know, when it goes against the grain of habits. There's a lot of, you know, battling. You'd rather be asleep for a while. Yeah. But once you've kind of gone over that, <laughs> you notice that when the mind is aware and mindful and present, there's a quality of life which is very different, even if it is difficult. It's awake. The intention is carrying you through the, um, you know, the unskillful states of mind. 
it carries you through wakefulness, through awareness, through, and just the intention of to do good, you know. Mindfulness is a good and beautiful mental state, quality of states. It's not a state. I mean, you know, some teachers, like Achen Sumedho, will talk slightly differently about mindfulness. You wouldn't call it a state. It's just, it talks about the quality of presence. You know, there are many ways we can express it. Quality, sometimes I use the quality as a part of the mind that can see what's going on in itself. Do you understand? The part of the mind that can see, the part of mind that can see, and the part of the mind that is the active object, mental object. Hmm? And then you can see them. And it's amazing. And that's part of the refuge, what we call refuge. I'll talk a bit tonight, it's going to seem like a very important topic to me. Refuge, because that's what saves us from this mad world of the mind. The sense of there is a refuge, a true refuge in us. And I experimented with people I helped with through depression, through other things. Right? And once you get that sort of and it doesn't cure everything, but once you get a sense of safety somehow, because we need safety in this life, sense of stabilizing and safety, which you don't find much in the world, right? So the Dharma is like this refuge that makes you feel you're secure somehow in a strange way. I'm sure as some people are nodding, they have already experienced that, huh? 